If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. Mom! 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 Mommy! 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 Mama! You're panicking! Uh-huh! Join me, won't you? I don't care if the entire cast of Eight is Enough comes out of there! Is that chocolate or poop? <laughs> is that chocolate or poop? It's chocolate. What if that had been poop? Old, she's pregnant. Can't have a bunch of old pregnant bitches running around. That's crazy. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Let's be bad moms. Oh, I'm in. Bites? Oh my gosh. Okay, this is exciting. I'm in. Mom! Mommy! Mommy! Mama! 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 What? Hi. <laughs> Fuck the wall. Bring me mine. Welcome to Mamas and Merlot. Uh, this is Vanessa, and joining me for this week's episode, as always, are Christy and Stephanie. And um, this is actually this episode that you're about to hear is the second half of last week's episode because the night we recorded this, we went just a teensy bit long. So um, this week we're just going to be you know, talking about our kids, and we had a listener question, so that we will be answering this week, um, so thank you so much for checking us out, we love your faces, and cheers! guys thanks so much for holding we're back um so Chrissy was just about to tell us a fun nathan story ah so um the other day um if anybody here is a big fan of um, amazon prime you are um, this is a huge amazon house yeah we also are in the area that thank god has amazon prime now Yes, thank God for Prime now. Yeah, so, um, but there's now, they've upped their fucking um, minimum delivery. Because it used yeah, to be used $25. To be, yeah, and now, now it's, it's like 30, like almost 31, something like that. Mm-hmm. So Jeff had to order some cables because um, he's working from home and our internet's a little spotty in our room. So he just like hardwires in. So he ordered the cables from Amazon Prime now. And it said that it needed like 10 more bucks. And he was like, what should I get? And he's like, oh, I'm going to get a little toy for Nathan. So he looks and he looks up Legos. And there's a Lego dinosaur kit um, that is there for 10 bucks. So he orders it. And then when um, yesterday, the 
he gets home and Nathan was good at school. So he was like, oh, you know, let's build Legos together. And what we started doing was because when we, he bought him this whole um, car set mm-hmm. and he started playing with the car set and like pieces just started flying everywhere. Right. Because he would crash them into each other and stuff like that. So we, um, he starts we started gluing them together so basically when he makes it he just glues it together and it becomes just a model um so he starts playing with nathan and he's showing nathan okay well we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this and nathan picks out the pieces for him to use he gives nathan the instruction book he says okay which is the next piece and the box says you build three dinosaurs a triceratops a pterodactyl and a t-rex so he asks nathan and nathan goes oh let's build the triceratops the pterodactyl he builds the pterodactyl and he hot glue and he glues it together and he he gives it to nathan and nathan's like oh thank you daddy boba let's build the triceratops now and that's when jeff looks at the box and looks at the pieces in front of him and realizes that it's yes it's built three dinosaurs as in, you can interchange the pieces to make three different dinosaurs. Yeah, those la- those labels are misleading. Yeah. So since Jeff had promised Nathan, <laughs> and when he told Nathan that there was only that's all he could get, um, that that's all he could get, he was like, "But if I would have known, I wanted, I would have wanted the T Rex because that's my favorite." So. Um, Today, Amazon Prime now delivered two other boxes of the Lego dinosaurs to my house. Nice. So we have spent the $10, oh, let's add this to the order, became a $30 investment in Legos. Well, kids can, are fun. Can you say the word sucker? Just Yeah, yeah, that kid ha- that kid knows how to work, yeah. you guys. A thousand percent he knows how to. But he's so cute. That's Yeah, that's well, why he knows how to work, you guys. This is why you need a second kid. Because then you're too busy focusing on the baby to be like, but I wanted the Stegosaurus. I don't have time for your Stegosaurus right now. And then you don't buy $30 worth of Legos that you didn't need. Yeah, Vanessa, how did that go when you like, he asked you to put gas in your fishy? <laughs> You've seen my child. I know. But I was playing with him. He's not mine. I can do whatever I want with him. because Exactly. Well, not Your whatever. kid. Adorable fucking child. Yes, I know. Well, both of them. But... Whatever he wants. Your kid broke out of the room get. tonight when Christy gone yeah, here. He your did. kid can get whatever he wants. Just like my kid. Get whatever they want. Lincoln, comes over to me. Can I have it? Sure. But it's easier to say no when you have two because you have to consider if I get it for one, I have to get something for the other one. And then you say, you know what? I'm not spending that much money. No to both of you. And then you move on. You don't spend $30 unnecessarily on Legos. I know. Well, Link today. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of spending, money speaking, speaking of spending money unnecessarily, Link today. I come home and he's like, "Mama, I want to go to the toy store." And he's been saying for a couple of days he wants to go to the toy store. I've just kind of been ignoring it. <laughs> and I'm like, "Why do you want to go to the toy store?" And he looks at me like I have like like I'm fucking dumb. Like and he heads. goes to buy more toys. Duh. And he says it like with that attitude, like to buy more toys. <laughs> Like, listen, motherfucker. Christmas just fucking seriously. I, I, that was my response. I looked at him and I go, "Do you not see the giant fucking? I didn't curse, but I mean, do you not see the giant? Oh, that's right. You got that giant Thomas Thomas train station that was fucking eighty dollars. Screw that. Forget the price. It's fucking huge. It's bigger than him. It's taller than him." That's fun for hours, kid. Don't you understand? Fun for I hours. Told him, like, don't you want to go play with your giant Thomas train station that Santa brought you no. for Christmas? And he goes, 
Not right now. <laughs> and I want like, new toys. You Son of a bitch. Fucker. I had a really cute moment with Oliver today. We went to go see Coco because okay. AMC. Yeah, because AMC brought it back, and Oliver's been asking you for weeks to watch Coco. And he's been asking for it because he's been seeing it on like the pre-order for iTunes. right because it's coming. We know, already like two weeks. Yeah, we already pre-ordered it, so I know it's coming. But he's been wanting to watch it, and he was really good this week. And then I saw that AMC brought it back for this weekend, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take them after school on Friday. So. um we were watching the movie. It was Sophie and Oliver was sitting in between us and then me. And the scene where uh, Miguel's performing for the first time where he's singing Poco Loco, Oliver and I just looked at each other and we were singing along together and it was really cute. Like, we had a sing along and we were like, Un Poco Loco. And it was really adorable. I'm like, oh, this is so Aww. fun. Oh, I think I just got chocolate. Just- <laughs> well, I... I never get to have like a day with Link because like I'm always working. But um, how dare you? How dare you earn money for your family? How dare I? <laughs> how dare I hustle? Mm-hmm. Um, but yesterday, so Baby like boss over Wednesday night, Link <laughs> started throwing up overnight. I'm really fortunate. I don't know what it is that I have like the foresight of like anytime he's ever thrown up overnight he's always been in my bed like he's never been alone oh good deal that's great i i personally know of i don't know the people personally but i know of someone that's close to a family with like a two-year-old that like vomited in her sleep and like choked to death <laughs> yeah that's terrifying yeah so i and i so i'm like super paranoid about that shit but for some reason anytime link has ever thrown up overnight like in his sleep he's been in our bed so he threw up Wednesday night, but between Wednesday night and Thursday morning, he threw up four times overnight. And I was like, I'm keeping him home and I'm taking him to the doctor because this flu thing cannot happen. So I yeah, went, no, no, we're not allowing that to happen in our house. So I took him to the doctor to get like a flu test and a strep test or whatever. It ended up just being like a stomach bug. And it actually it is, it is a stomach bug that's going around because three other kids had to get picked up from school today. Because they were throwing up. So it is a stomach bug that's going around in his class. So, but I got to spend like the day with him yesterday and I never got to spend the day with him. That's nice. So, but since he was sick and I was being lazy, like before and after the doctor, we just laid in bed and like watched TV. And but, oh. we were, but he was like cuddly. It was cute. I love that. Like Nathan's gotten to the point that now like he's very cuddly. Mm-hmm. Well, he's always been, but like now it's like since he's mommy like obsessed, like he'll just sit next to me like want nothing out like he'll yeah. just like either with the phone or with the tv or whatever and he'll just he just like sits there and my brother-in-law like, gave him his old ipod touch so now lincoln has a phone quote unquote so he goes mama where's my phone and he'll sit there and he'll watch like his youtube like we have like his apps and his youtube mm-hmm. whatever on it and he'll sit there and he fucking discovered blippy yesterday Sorry. all your fault i told you if dave wants to dress up like oh my god dave's the- not gonna dress up as fucking blippy okay we'll talk later <laughs> And but Jeff didn't think he would be dressing up like Bibi either. You guys Shit are happens. the adults. You can ma- say no. Okay. You understand that uh-huh. you have the authority That's what I'm telling you. to say that no. That kid knows how to work, you He guys. does know how to work, you guys. Yeah, but when your child wants... You know, you know why? He's an older brother. Yes. Fuck you both. When you're old, you don't care to parent. She's too tired. That's the problem. Whatever he wants. She lived her life already. Listen, if it's going to make him happy... Fuck it. <laughs> 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 
Hijo de viejo. Fuck you all. Okay, so we have a listener. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Hi, listener. That sent us a message. And Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, longtime fan of the Geek Bro family um, of podcasts. And she sent us that. She loves hearing from us and stuff like that. But um, she said that she has a topic that she wants to talk about. Um, So, one, she has like two or three questions. Yeah, it's a couple of questions. First question. So, how do you make friends that actually don't suck as an adult? Um, the only new friend I've made as an adult in the last couple of years is Christy. So I don't know. I'm a bad person. To I ask feel about like this. no, <laughs> I, no. But we have cut people out. No, we have cut people. So out. We I have feel cut like out. the way that I want to answer this question is not so much about making friends because it's hard for me to make friends now that I don't have a day job. Because oh yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much Christy is like. All of the new friends that I've had recently, Christy's like... Hashtag no new friends. Yeah. They've all come from a day job. Yeah. And I don't have one of those now. So... It's harder if you don't get out because, there to yeah, be Yeah, because I don't have like a steady group of people that I see all the time for me to be like, okay, well, this person is this, that, or whatever. Um, But what I have learned in my age is that I don't need to stay friends with shitty people. Yeah, that is so, true. if there's somebody in your life that sucks ass... Just you don't stop. have to be. You don't have yeah. to be friends with that person. They don't necessarily suck ass, and but you've just outgrown the friendship. Outgrow. Like I've, I've found that in the last like three or four years, I've outgrown a couple of friends, and I was just kind of hanging on to them just because nostalgia. Just because of nostalgia, and there's been so much history or whatever. But like, you get to a point where you realize like we don't really have much in common anymore, mm-hmm. and we don't really like. Like, just I don't, I don't wish you ill will and I don't want bad things it's for right. you. It's not about fighting with a person. It's, it's, it's not just, about like she did me wrong or whatever. It's just you. It's just like a, the friendship, it reached the end of the line. Like the, And that's totally fine. Right. Yeah, there's some a lot people, of, although I will say this, some people are not okay with realizing well, yeah, that's, when it, that happens and then they get, get mad. mad and then they think that you did something to them so it's not always reciprocal in the sense of you can you know just agree to like just not necessarily part ways but you can just agree to like you know like we can just like be acquaintances or whatever yeah. like we don't have to like be as close as we were you know like i have a friend in particular that like when we were younger like in, in high school and not in high school but in college and stuff we she was like my friend that i would do fun shit with like she if i wanted to like go to south beach and do you know like let's go to the uh, like a spontaneous like party let's go party like that was this friend for me and we were really close for a long time but like as we started to get older like i just figured out that we just didn't have anything in common outside of the things that we used to do right so once like life starts getting hashtag too real you you know and it's just like growing up shit like if you you, yeah. you as you start to get married and have kids and like move and have a house and all this stuff there's there's things as you start to grow up and leave people behind like maturity wise they kind of don't always take well and sometimes that. it also happens naturally mm-hmm. like you realize like this is a person that i would text every day and then one day you wake up and you're like wow i haven't heard from this person in weeks or months or whatever and and it wasn't because you did anything wrong or they did anything wrong it just you've naturally kind of separated right. from each other and so. there's there's a difference like there's like um there's a poem out there um that a friend of mine swears by and it's um a reason a season in a lifetime yeah 
And there's some people. I was going to say that earlier in a cheesy way, but it's it's really cheesy, but it's what it is. It's true. It's the, it's, there is people that are in your life for a lifetime. Like these are the people that are forever going to be your friends, their family. Like it doesn't matter how far you live away from each other. These are the people that grow with you. Yeah. Um, then there's people that are your friends for a season, for the going, like, you know, there are people from a a couple years. Or there's like somebody that. You, know, you work going together. A, you work together. You're going through a breakup or whatever, and that's the person that helps you through that. And then once you're over it, and once you're through that problem or whatever, you both you, move on and you go. Yeah. In and this doesn't mean you, I was just about to say like you have no more use for this person, which is awful. Yeah, that is not the right. That doesn't necessarily that's mean you hate each other. Or no, something it's else. just that you come to the point where your friendship. The, it, it's very sometimes. Course. Yeah, it's sometimes course. you are like friends with someone from or like this happened to me recently also like where you're friends with someone from childhood and like i in particular hung on to this friendship for nostalgia because there was so much history that i just didn't want to let it go like despite all the other all the flags all the red flags for years and uh i and i just didn't want to let go of it just because there was like so much time behind it and sometimes you don't even like even someone that you think has been there for a lifetime or whatever like isn't supposed to be there or not that it isn't supposed to be there but you just grow apart like you just grow in different directions yeah so there's a so um as far as in your life right now especially when you get older honestly and as the wise elder of the group (laughs) i can tell you honestly it's just to the point that uh, just find people that you don't hate their faces yeah like people that you can talk to every day or text or see we'll be friends with you sir yeah like people that like but really if when it comes to making friends honestly work um or like um for example my brother and his girlfriend they met at crossfit so like you can i mean that's a boyfriend girlfriend romantical kind of relationship but they met doing something they both liked and something they both enjoyed and i've seen um some of my friends from high school that were like i just we just follow each other on instagram and facebook because you know we're friends from high school and i see them making new friends because of crossfit or because of you know a class that they took or um just getting out there you know and that's a big thing you put yourself out there you introduce yourself or you just Right, like you're not going to make a friend just going to a class and being quiet. Right. You have to like, oh, hey, I like your top. Or, oh, hey, you know, where'd you get your shoes? Or like, kind of try to talk to people. Or like, use humor as a defense. Yeah, or if you're a mom, you know, there's mommy (laughs) and me classes that you can go to and you can meet moms with kids. I mean, because I I know Sarah's not a mom because her next question is in reference to that. Which actually, but it does work into that because... Um, she does tell us that she is um, has talked with her fiance about in the future, in the next couple of years, to have a child. Well, and before I, we get into the question, I just want to say, like, for the mom listeners, use your kids to make friends, man. Like, actually, I've become friendly. We're not really friends, but I'm friendly with a mom um, in Sophie's class because her Sophie and her daughter were in the same class last year and now they're in the same class this year and it turns out that she knows Neri because she works at one of the local casinos here and Neri's done shows for the casino so she recognized Neri when we went to an open house one day so she approached us and now when I see her I feel like okay well she approached us first so now when I see her we say hi uh, last time we chaperoned a field trip together she and I kind of stuck together because we already knew each other like we quote unquote knew yeah. each other 
Um, but just like that. And now I feel like I, and I have her phone number. I have, we're friends on Facebook. So I feel like if I have a problem with the class or I have a question or whatever, I feel comfortable enough that I can reach out to her. We're not friends, like real friends, like that I talk to her on a daily basis. But I do have that level of comfort where I can be like, hey, is your daughter going through this too? Or did you get the grade back for this? Or how do you feel about the teacher? So we have like a kind of common thing which is our kid and they have the same teacher so we had we had somewhere to start already so that's where i feel like if you have something in common like your gym class or you know if you're in a book club like the three of us and stuff did you join the book club i haven't read the book yet but that's on my to-do list for my week off right but i'm saying like you are now in the book club no i have to do it okay well uh, Q is in a book club and the three of us including Missy have kind of jumped in on book club and now I feel like that's a group of people that we haven't met in person yeah, I want to know yet. who Andy is in person I think he's a comic if I'm not mistaken I don't know but he is amusing the fuck out of me <laughs> but but see what I mean like we have this little this little group of people now because it's not really that many people but we have this little group of people no, now people. where we can find new friends and we may not like the people one of the girls in the book club, her sister went to high school with us. I'll tell you. I'm gonna need a name later. I will. Um, but yeah, you just look for the outlets. Do I know look her? for the things like that? But and one of the reasons that I was bringing up do the I not like her? Thing, I'm not sure. Yeah, and Stephanie doesn't like anybody. Um, one of the things that I would, reason I was bringing up the possibility of um, what that you were looking to have children is because when you get pregnant. <laughs> One of the things huge with- red flag, yeah. huge okay. red flag. Yeah. I wrote the name. Down. Trump <laughs> red flag. Oh, sh- move on. Yep. <laughs> so one of the things that I that um, sidestep we that all realized conversation <laughs> that we all realized is that like I got lucky enough. Not everybody's this lucky. You guys got lucky um, that when you got pregnant, mm-hmm. a friend of yours got pregnant. Okay, when I got pregnant, it was like fertile season because everybody. Yeah, got and pregnant. when I got pregnant, in my like um b- like my group of like my best friends outside of like these girls um that we core yeah like my core that i've known from college um are like there's 13 of us um in the 13 of us yeah i don't even like that many people yeah (laughs) of the 13 of us six of us got pregnant in the same year yeah so everybody well, that's just statistics at that point yeah, yeah there's so many so of many you of it's you. bound to happen and two of them already had kids right. the other one um the other three um four are single so it was like numbers like it was a numbers well, game uh, same thing when i got pregnant with oliver in that same year it was, was 2014 i'm just thinking about family right now mm-hmm. my cousin's when my cousin's daughter was born the same day I found out I was pregnant with Oliver six weeks later my best friend found out she was pregnant with her son then my cousin found out she was pregnant with her daughter Link was born uh, Nate had just been born yeah. a month before I found out I was pregnant with Oliver um, my brother-in-law's baby was born in March so you after- were pregnant in that picture of you were holding Nathan when you first met him at the office what do you remember what month that was no he was already born I saw that picture the other day. Probably, yeah. Uh-huh. Most probably, I was. Yeah. Sorry, uh, just thought about that. But oh, it's their first picture together. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. But like, so um, sometimes you get lucky, yeah. and there's people around you that are pregnant. And I'm gonna go back and find it. Now gonna sound re- like really strange, but it'll make way more sense when you are actually pregnant. Oh my god, I 
you need a pregnant friend yeah you need somebody that's either pregnant with you or has just been pregnant because one you are going to talk about all sorts of crazy shit and then two when the kids are born that's that bitch that's going to talk to you at 2 a.m when you're both awake and need somebody to talk to on the phone um so scour your friends family relatives um OBGYN office the other thing that I wanted to piggyback off of something that Vanessa said um, once you do have kids that are in like school age um, and and I don't know like I've been able to kind of form like no no we've told you about this stop doing that shit no but stop making new friends stop it they're fine (laughs) stop making new friends you would actually like them probably they're cool making new friends they're cool chicks and they drink I understand that which is why I like them I don't even know them but it's I'm okay with them but stop stop because it, I do have that picture of like when you the the that meme of when your friend is friends with somebody else and you're like what the fuck is that bitch? That's what I feel when you talk Chris about is other jealous people. of my mom friends at school. I am. I'm a little jealous. It's okay because I mean you may be mean to me, but I still love you. Whatever, Christy. Okay, so but no, but for real, I need you to tell Sarah if about you being have pregnant. Put if you would we listen will. to me and put your kid in the same school my kids in we could be have the same group of moms it's not we'll talk in a year you only have a year left at that school so you have to do anyway i have to make a decision but your school's so stressful it's not at all it feels stressful why is it stressful why is it like so many rules no it's a private it's why it feels so many rules the only thing that's really crazy about it's like the hair it's really not so many rules. <laughs> Whatever. It's because you went to public school. It is. Yeah, it is. I'm like, why are you used to this it. shit? So I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm like, I don't understand what Christy's problem is because it sounds totes normal to me. Yeah. But to me, it's like, why is there so many rules? What do you mean I can't do this? Why wouldn't I? Sorry. Well, you know what my problem is? I'm having the opposite problem because I went to private Catholic high school and I've been in private school since middle school. Nary's like, I want to give Oliver a mohawk. I'm like, but what if the school doesn't allow it? And he's like, there's no rule yeah, against like- a three-year-old having a mohawk. And I'm like, but it's distracting to the other kids. <laughs> like, I'm putting all these rules on myself that probably don't exist. And then one day we took Oliver in and his hair was spiked. And the director of Oliver's school was like, Oh my god! I wish my son's hair did that. That's so cool. And I was like, Oh, there's clearly no. Well, the other day when you had to cut Lincoln's hair to start school, I was like totally like disturbed by it. I was like, But why? What is happening? He's three. The only thing that they're like kind of strict about is just the hair. Um, But (laughs) we're all getting pregnant. But I I, speaking of Link's hair, um, they this week was Catholic Schools Week, and it's like it's kind of like a Spirit Week sort of, and they had like a different theme every day. And Wednesday was Career Day. That's in March for nathan wednesday was career day and um i didn't like really have any outfits for career day like his he's outgrown his suit so i wasn't gonna go get him because it's easy to just put him in like a suit and like a shirt and like he'll be like you know a businessman or whatever and like i just i couldn't really and the, the other stuff that he has is like superhero costumes or whatever and i'm like you can't go as wolverine yes you can that is a career. career you can't wolverine is not a career um sure it is he could be an artist for the comics that is a career how well, you thing like if you like dress for the job you want. Dress like Batman every day. <laughs> dress for the job you want. I'm gonna dress as a Victoria's Secret Angel. Be yourself, unless you can be, can Batman. be Batman. Um. So David, I was like, why don't we like dress him up as a rock star? Like, so we just put like skinny jeans on him. I put like a Jim Morrison T-shirt on him. He looks so cute. He, and, and then I spiked his hair up, 
And then he was, but I, he wasn't watching me do it. He was like distracted because he watches, we watch cartoons in the morning. So I was just like spiking his hair up. Like I made like a little faux hawk for him. And then I still have like the baby mirror in the car, but it's facing him now. So he can like see himself. And he saw himself in the mirror and he's like, mama, what's wrong with my hair? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean, Poppy? I spiked it up. And he goes, this is why I know that he's like already like rebelling against me he's he's like no it's so long i don't like it long i like it short and oh. i'm like Ugh. break my that's because you put know. him in the school that had you cut off his adorable locks oh no oh his hair's not getting cut until the beginning of next school year because i cut his hair twice i cut it at the beginning of the school year and it cut it over christmas break that's it because in the summer for camp they don't give a fuck so i because it's because camp they have like I regular kept- kids like not students from the school there too so it doesn't matter so i don't through the summer his hair grows out we cut oliver's hair every two to four weeks <laughs> nathan's usually it's like every month ish mm-hmm. um basically an or until just parents come into town and we take him to a big boy barber shop you know he goes to the the same place but, but like jeff's parents like taking him to get his haircut and he actually behaves with them so i'm like go take him yeah no link likes getting his haircut but i won't cut his hair now until august so my friend is, was just actually texting me that her um, her kids are um So you're allowed to have friends outside of us, but we can't? Exactly. This is a friend I've had for, since college. They're approved. And they don't live here. Um, but that she lives in, in Bell up in Florida. So like they don't have much like nearby. Um, and that her sons are both like, fuck it. We don't want to cut our hair. So she's basically like just letting it happen and that the other day at the school like one of her kids is um the one that's two months younger than nathan (laughs) that's two months younger than nathan told told her teacher told her um he can't really see the board (laughs) i've had that problem with sophie but they're like you know he can't really see the board um and i'm like yeah see like this is her um youngest son right now let me see so nary and i went to dinner the other night and we saw this little kid. We were waiting outside the restaurant. And when we saw this little kid come out with the family. And then all of a sudden, I f- they said something to to the kid. And they did it with like a male pronoun or something. Or they said like boy or whatever. And Nary and I looked at each other and we're like, that's a boy? <laughs> because he was wearing a white t-shirt and ripped jeans. And he had long hair. But he was two or younger so really could have been either or but we're like no that really looked like a little girl like i didn't even think twice so i was like oh that's a cute little girl and then the family said something that was like that's a boy i don't know i, I honestly don't, right now i don't oh my god i just remembered the super long story that's the one that they told her that he can't see so she took him to the the hairdresser they made it through the front cut they didn't get to the back so he can at least see but, like, you can see how messed up the front cut is, though. Nice. Because that's as far as, like, she got before he, like, lost his shit mm-hmm. at the at the haircut. But, um, so, besides, yeah, find a pregnant friend. It'll make life easier. Um, so, Stephanie, how'd you feel about being pregnant? Being pregnant is the worst well, thing. Well, ask her question. Planet. Her pregnant is, however, I have, like, slight anxiety on having something growing inside of me. How do you deal with it? I feel like I'll be the worst pregnant person. So I was literally the worst pregnant person, and I had probably like one of the easiest pregnancies of like a lot of people I know. And like there's a there's like two million things that could go wrong in your pregnancy and to your baby, and like like 
like very few of those things happen to me. I did have, they allegedly said I had gestational diabetes. I still don't believe them. But um, number one. And then the other thing is, um, what was the other thing? Oh, I was anemic. Oh, and then they had like my fragile X mutation was like a little high. And that was about it. But, um, okay, so. It's like some genetic mutation that could potentially spawn. Um, and I know you don't like this word, but this is the word that the doctor used with me. It was, it was mental retardation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, you're not using it in a negative way. Right. This um, is when the robots try to have babies. <laughs> um, they they basically like it's kind of it's like to get like not to not to bore people like there's different versions of the mutation and like the i had like there's like four stages of the mutation i had the second one so they said like the worst possible scenario for a boy is oh stop i just found a picture of lincoln and oliver when they were babies and oliver crazy. was barely two months old and he was bigger than lincoln. and he was bigger than he's lincoln. like always been bigger than lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> and he's two months he's four months younger than him and he's always been bigger this than is lincoln. such a cute pic- i need to i'm gonna i'm gonna share this when this episode okay so basically there's like four stages of the mutation and mine is like the second the second lowest um so the the worst case scenario for boys is it would be like slight learning disabilities which didn't happen because link was speaking full sentences at 18 months old and like does math and shit and then the other yeah, thing your kid is too smart i don't trust him the other thing <laughs> that, and they said for girls what it could do which makes a lot of fucking sense for like me and all of your problems all of my issues is um they there's a chance of like early um menopause and early like reproductive failure and shit like that so um i don't know that that's the right term but anyway but 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 anyway i'm getting i'm digressing off topic i'm getting off topic um i did not have a pleasant pregnant experience not necessarily because of the fact that something was growing inside because that part is cool and like feeling your baby kick and feeling your baby like react to things that you eat and like react to the with oliver that's what i'm thinking i think you were pregnant with oliver in that picture yeah but it was already announced yeah, I didn't even think about it though. Sorry. Sorry, this was July 2014, and I announced the pregnancy with Oliver on April 1st, 2014, because I could not. That was too tempting, and I could not. Oh, July it. 2014, Link was already born. Yeah. Link, like, had Link just was, like, been born. Two weeks old, yeah. Yeah, like, where is it? My giant chubby child in that picture. <laughs> no, show her the picture you just found. I will I'll go back to it right um, now. Look, here's me and Link. <laughs> Link and him. Lolito. Yeah, we were in the hospital. Yeah. That was like the day after he was born. Um, Gossies. But anyway, uh, so... But everything else that happens to your body while you're pregnant is fucking terrible. Like, in at least in my <laughs> case, like, I felt so... Like... I felt like a hippopotamus from like the second I found out I was pregnant to the second I gave birth. No matter how much weight I gained or lost or whatever, Oliver Oliver's was, always been he bigger was than two like, months old here. Oh, and I think it was like was six like months. Six months. <laughs> oh and they're the same size. Yes, they're so cute. Um, <laughs> I need a baby, you guys. I'm oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> look, what you, look what you did, Sarah. It's okay because Missy already put that juju on your life. He did. I mean, she did. <laughs> she did. Put it to all of us. Go look at the chat. Oh, I, I know. It. I saw it. But anyway, um, and like I, I, I again, I'm like a little dramatic, and um, no, <laughs> what? what? Did you know that Chrissy Stephanie 
is dramatic? No. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you, bitches. She's the most low-key person I know. (laughs) Continue. Steph, it's just going to be a casual night. We're just hanging out. (laughs) But I wore flip-flops with camel pants pants and flip-flops. I wore army army pants and (laughs) flip-flops. Anyway. um, So, like, I felt like my back... I I've had back problems forever, and I but I, I I pregnancy just overemphasizes it, and like I just in general didn't like being pregnant. I didn't. I also didn't like. I'm like a super independent person, and I don't like people treating me like I'm made of glass, and like people trying to like intervene and do things for me. I I understand that it comes from a good place. Oh God, just, that was so fucking like annoying. But it's though. really fucking annoying because like you're pregnant, like oh you can't wash your dishes, like wh- you can't drive. Yeah. My dad, when I was like eight months pregnant, was like, "Why are you driving?" I'm like, "Cause I have shit to do. Because I have to go places. I have to work. Like I still have things to do." People had me fucking driving with a pillow in front of my stomach, between my How stomach. How is that even safe? And they were like, oh, because that's that way. less safe. I'm like, that's, this is less safe. I'm like, they're like, yeah, no, you have to put a pillow. So in case the airbag deploys, the pillow. Your belly is an airbag for the baby. Like, that's what it is. I, but let me tell you, the Jominas are like, you can't do this. You can't do that. That honestly bothered me more than being That pregnant. bothered me a lot. That, that bothered, bothered me, me the first time. It did not bother me in the second. She's like, fuck it. I'm going to sit down. You want to help? Help. Um, okay, so Stephanie gave you the negatives. And now I'm going to give you the glowing review. The five-star Yelp review is going to come from me. It I sucks. Don't do it. Get a surrogate. loved being pregnant. Uh, okay, well, to be fair, I have technically been pregnant three times. The first time was what the doctors called a missed miscarriage. Because I found out super duper early, and by the time I got in to see the doctor, I wasn't pregnant anymore. So, what they think happened was that I did get an egg fertilized, it just didn't attach. And because my period is very regular, is the only reason why I caught it. Because had I been irregular, I would not have caught it at all. So, there's that. First, um, but the moment that, because I've taken plenty of pregnancy tests um from the moment i saw a positive pregnancy test my first thought has always been holy crap what the fuck did i just do so there's that anxiety um and i'm every time every single time i have seen because with oliver since we were we were trying to get pregnant with sophie but with oliver i felt like i was like I'm tracking my ovulation. I really need to know what's going on. And blah, 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 blah. I had, I bought, um, wand foes. They're like, they're like Chinese pregnancy tests where you just get like the teeny tiny little strip. And I got 50 of them for $25. (laughs) Um, and so, well, they're actually even well, more. Not safe, those, but I mean, ac- accurate. They are actually super duper accurate. The those and okay. like I found that I was pregnant on a dollar store pregnancy test. That, so. I was. That's what I was about to say. The dollar store pregnancy tests are actually more sensitive than the twenty five dollar like early response tests. I got a dollar store pregnancy test because I really didn't think I was pregnant. I was like, am I, I going like, to spend twenty five dollars? I was like, why the fuck am I going to spend like for the for it to give me a negative? Because I've done like the spend twenty five bucks on an EPT and they were always negative. Yeah, how many? So, raise your hand if you've had to take a pregnancy test in a Walmart bathroom. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know why my bathroom. I always waited till I got home. I no. just had the decency to wait. No, because one time Nary and I were in Marco Island and we were like, we need to know fucking right now. So we stopped at the Walmart in Marco Island. And I, I was like, no, I'll just wait till we get home. He's like, no, 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 you need to do it right now. So I had to take a pregnancy <laughs> test in Walmart. <laughs> it was negative. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know about you guys, but the first time I saw a pregnancy test, like, I thought I was going to die because I was like, this is fucking for real. Um, but then after that, the very first time from like the moment I found out I was pregnant, like a week later, I went to the doctor. I was like, I can't move. I have to be really careful because I was terrified. The first three months. Yeah. Like, I was terrified. The first three months are kind of scary. I was I wasn't really, just because I've had... Well, I, you found out super late with I me. I did. I found That's out That's why I was almost have those first three months. <laughs> but I... I because, again, because my period is super regular, except for See, today, because not, it's 12 so. minutes... It's 12 days early today. But other than that, it's usually very regular. Um, because I'm, like, super regular, I found out... Like I, I found out so early with Oliver that the doctor's like, I don't want to see you for at least a month. And I'm like, but I need to go. I, I want out, you to see me now. I found out at three weeks. Yeah. I found out super. I, I, I Randomly. It was totally a fluke that I found out. Totally a fluke. No, I, I we were trying. So I well, was Well, we were trying, but it was a fluke that I found out because um, we had decided that we were going to do a one shot deal. Right. So we had the whole app that said like your ovulation and all that stuff. And like, I was like, ha I'm ovulating. He's like, let's have sex. And I'm like, okay, no protection. I already wasn't on the pill. He's like, no protection, no nothing. Let's just go. We went once done. <laughs> then, um, wham, bam, thank you, wham, ma'am. Bam, thank you, ma'am. And then like, um, a couple weeks later, my friend came into town because she was celebrate going to have her baby shower. And her baby shower was going to be here and all that stuff. And like, I would, that was perfectly fine. Everything was great. Didn't even think about the possibility of being pregnant. Right. Um, but we were all together that whole weekend. And we had been joking around with a friend of ours that was like, I've been puking for the past, our single friend. So we were picking on her mm-hmm. about how, oh, you must be pregnant. We fucked with her so badly that she got up from Sports Girl. <laughs> stood up walked over to the Publix next door to sports girl and bought pregnancy tests and came back and took a pregnancy test in the sports raise your hand if you're taking a pregnancy test in the sports girl bathroom so and then she came out she's like I'm fine and the whole table erupted of course you are you just had a stomach ache and she's like fuck you bitches <laughs> but she was joking she, they, those come with like two right yeah and so she gave me the other one she's like oh you're trying to get pregnant um here take the pregnancy test and i just threw it in my purse didn't even think about it that was a saturday night tuesday at work were you drinking that saturday of course i was tuesday i have pictures of me at patty's wedding reception with like two drinks in my hand and I was pregnant with Sophie and I had no idea. I had no idea. This was weeks well, later. I found I didn't find out until I was ten weeks. So I was drinking a lot. Oh no. This is we're talking this is three weeks after, two and a half this weeks is why after. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> because like yo that show I didn't know I was pregnant. They're like drinking, smoking, and doing drugs in the baby. I have a fine. friend that didn't know she was I pregnant. Know. And I know the things that she did while she Plenty was pregnant. Plenty of people in Chrissy's time used to drink and fucking smoke and they're fine. Well, look at I Game think of everything is okay. Cersei's pregnant. She's like, let's pour the fucking wine. I think like, it's all about like in reality. Like, granted, we don't condone any of that, obviously but not. But I think it's a, an, an issue of moderation. Like, and moderation, and I feel like if your body's used to it, like there's people that like if, listen. If you're drinking three bottles of wine or two bottles of wine a day, or your beer, or so that if you're a smoker and a drinker and you're like an alcoholic, yeah, there may be some. But they complications. also say that you shouldn't 
quit and put your body through withdrawals while you're pregnant yeah. because that's also bad for the baby yeah, so but yeah pregnancy is so much fun guys yeah so on the tuesday i was cleaning up my purse at work because i was bored and trying to avoid doing work because that's what i used to do when i was bored at work and i didn't want to do my work i would just get, like organize my bag and i found the pregnancy test and i was like i should take why do i have a pregnancy test oh yeah and i was like you know Fuck it. Take I'm going to take a pregnancy test. I hadn't taken a pregnancy test since I was like 22, you know, 34. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, went to the bathroom, took the pregnancy test, came back to my desk, sat at my desk a couple minutes later, <laughs> look over. What the Are you fuck? took it back to your desk? You didn't did. just wait in the bathroom? No, I, wasn't, I didn't want to be that bored. <laughs> so I get back to my computer. I didn't think it was going to be positive. So I just had a thing. I was like, ha ha ha. I was like, how oh, funny. And then I look at it. It's not like, funny anymore. What the <laughs> fuck is that? And then me and Jeff had to go into a meeting. Nice. And as we're like walking into the meeting, I'm like getting up from my desk and I'm like looking for him. He's walking into the meeting and so I'm like, I go, babe, look. Goes, Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> you told him at work. That's so funny. Just because I was like, I and like I think back and like I the only reason I want to have another kid is because I want to like actually surprise my husband with like a reveal thing now. Yeah, because it was kind of boring. The very very first time I got pregnant. I took a pregnancy test. We lived in an apartment. We had two bathrooms. So I was in the one bathroom and Nair was in the other bathroom. So I took the pregnancy test and it was positive. Homeboy was still in the bathroom and I barged in. I was like, fuck, I'm pregnant. He's like, I he couldn't wait for me to finish shitting. I did the same thing. I threw it at him and I'm like, look what you did. <laughs> yeah. I th- like literally I'm showing it to him as we're walking into a meeting that neither one of us could leave. <laughs> oh, nice. So we're sitting there and like, he's literally sitting next to me going, so you live, you gave, you gave Jeff the most anxious person that I know. Seriously. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't think you could you're, top that. You're fucking terrible. He was you sitting really next to me and he's like, what do I, what do we do? You're what the worst. Do? Does this mean you're pregnant? And he was like, I don't know. So I'm under the table at this meeting. The best part about it is my Nathan's godmother and like one of my 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 selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. Best friends is um, she is the office manager of my PCP. <laughs> so I text her and I'm like, I think I'm fucking pregnant. She goes, are you kidding me? She goes, I'm like, no, I just did a thing. She goes, what are you doing right now? I'm like, I'm in a meeting. She goes, can you be in my office at one o'clock? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, okay, get your ass over here. We're going to do a, a workup on you. And so I'm texting Jeff and I'm like, I'm going to her office. And he's like, what? Huh? I'm like, yeah. So under the table, I'm making this whole decision. And Jeff's just like sitting next to me going, oh my God, oh, I can just happy. imagine he the nerves. dying, oh dying. God. Because it was literally, I just couldn't hold it. It was just like, right. I, well, that happens the first time. And then, okay, so for me, with because of like the whole mis- miscarriage thing, a month after that happened, and I still hadn't gotten in my period, and I'm like, okay, I have a blood clot. I'm dying. I'm going to die. I'm like, <laughs> nice. I have ovarian cancer. Exagerada. Like, yeah. Well, if Stephanie's dramatic, hello. Um, like, so you know, that's, like this is why we're like. friends. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I haven't gotten it yet. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to need to do all this stuff. So I call the doctor and the doctor's like, okay, if you don't get your period within a week, come back in. We'll do an ultrasound and see what's going on. So I have like this whole thing built up in my head of like, I have this giant blood clot, you know, psychicosa and all this stuff. So they're like, so I go into the doctor's office and they're like, we're going to do an ultrasound. And, um, if there's anything to show you on the screen, we'll turn on the screen. And I'm like, okay. And I'm here thinking they're not going to turn on the screen because nothing's happening. So I'm like laying there, you know, transvaginal ultrasounds, not fun. No, they're not as bad as you made them out to be, though, because I had never gotten one and I got one like not that long ago. Well, they're terrible. They're way more fun when you're pregnant than when you're not. But I wasn't. They just had to because part of my whole like brain shit was they wanted to check all of that shit yeah, out. Yeah, they're just kind of invasive. Like, they're, they're not invasive. they're not uncomfortable. It was I mean, a weird conversation. It's like a thin dildo is what it is. And, like, there's somebody honest. else putting it in you that's no, not... No, my doctor's my office... Doctor gave me the she, option. She... My doc, at least my doctor's office at this time was like, we're just gonna hand it to you under the sheet and you. Yeah, my doctor's o- my so, my like, doctor's office gave me the option like, do you want to put it in or do you want them? To-? I'm like, you can do it. I, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah, like the girl like was she is the one that like put it there and so that and I was just like, this feels odd. Yeah, it's it's not uncomfortable. It's no, just it's not. Weird. A, it's not a forceps. Like yeah, no, not it's, that. It's not, no, that's worse. it's not the worst. Paps are worse. Paps yeah, paps are, are way worse. Twenty times worse. But it's it's fun when you're pregnant because there's a little baby to look at. It's it don't. It's not that exciting. It's fucking Mr. Henke the Christmas poo. It's <laughs> that's what it fucking looks like. Like let's. <laughs> That's like everybody was like, oh my god! Like people would look at my ultrasound and be like, oh my it's god, like a jelly bean! Like, and I'm like, it's, really it's a fuck. Yeah, it's like like it looks like a little like a little <laughs> glow worm. But it's like, worth the transvaginal ultrasound because you're seeing the little bean that's growing in your tummy. So it's 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 worth the, to do it. So okay, so I go into this, and Neri didn't go with me because I wasn't expecting anything. I was like, okay, they're gonna tell me that I have three months to live, and <laughs> I'll just go by myself. So I'll I, just find out I'm dying on my own it's yeah fine. Neri doesn't need to take a day off of work for this so I go <laughs> so I go and the lady is telling me all this stuff and she's like so we're doing the ultrasound and then she like turns on the monitor she's like honey you're pregnant and I'm like excuse me <laughs> what she's like yeah you're pregnant I'm like no that's not possible because I just had a miscarriage I'm like, she's like no 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 you are pregnant and she shows me she's like that's your baby and that was Sophie I'm like okay cool so I get home and I'm like um 
I'm pregnant, dude. And that was that. But with Oliver, I'm pregnant, dude. Yeah. Um. So with Oliver, since I had the Wanfos, they were very, very faint. The very first one I took was like a week after I thought we got pregnant. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like keep it to myself until I'm 100% sure because I didn't want to go through the whole miscarriage thing again. <laughs> I bought 50 of them. I think I went through like 20 in the week that I was waiting to tell Neri that I was pregnant the second, the third time. Yeah, it was because I'm like, I want to be 100% sure when I tell him. So I'm like, I'm going to make sure that the line is getting darker and darker, progressively darker. And it did. So I'm like, we're pregnant. And then um, I had an IUD in between Sophie and Oliver. And when we took it out, I remember it was a couple days before my birthday that year. And we were taking it out, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm talking to my doctor. I'm like, I'm so fucking nervous. I have so much anxiety because I'm ovulating this weekend. And she's like, don't worry. People don't get pregnant that fast. I was like, okay. I'm like, challenge accepted. Pretty much. (laughs) And then a month later, I'm back in her office, and she's like, my doctor said I have never seen anybody get pregnant that fast. And I was like, you're welcome. (laughs) So So now the next person, she can tell them. It's like, okay. It's okay. Like, relax. It's fine. Whatever. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I've taken fair my fair share of uh, pregnancy tests, guys. And every every single time I was pregnant, it, the, the same reaction is, what the fuck did I just do to my life? Like, I just blew my life up. But I wouldn't have it any other way because I love my kids. Yeah. So, basically... As weirded out as you will be from it, it is totally yeah. It's weird. so worth it. And Especially if you find out super duper Even early. the weird shit, you get through it and you move on. And you know what? Take advantage of... I mean, I know little- Steph and I had quote-unquote boring pregnancies because they were easy. Like, we didn't have... Did you have any complications? Like, any morning? She had her vagina like belt thing. Oh, that's right. You had the varicose, varicose veins in your vagina. I had vulva varicosa. And then at... Eight well, you also had a quote-unquote geriatric pregnancy, didn't you? I, it was not geriatric. Oh. It was... A no, little, that was my it was friend. Con- no, it was... Um, but I was considered high like... High risk. Um, borderline. Like, I wasn't considered high risk, but because of my now age... Now you would be geriatric. Yeah, now I would be... Yeah, a- I think 35 and over, you're considered geriatric. Because well, because I was 34. I think. No, 37. Yeah, because I, I, got, at 30, I got pregnant at 34. He was born at 30... No, I got pregnant at 35. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, maybe it is thirty-seven. Yeah, but basically, what happened is like I was just like they monitored me and stuff like that. But I had ver- vulva varicose. But what my bi- issue was is that um, at about thirty weeks, I stopped producing um, amniotic fluid. Oh, that's not good. No, no. So um, I had to like overly hydrate my body. So I was put on temporary bed rest for like three weeks. Um, that I had to go to the doctor every two days. Um, to get checked to see how Temporary my bed rest that sucks just put you on fucking bed rest for 10 weeks <sighs> so i was hey, basically you were almost at the finish line just let me be on bed rest damn it yeah i had to rest for about three weeks um and i had to drink so much water so much coconut water and eat bananas <sighs> so this is why to this day i don't like bananas now because i ate so many bananas and jeff would go to palacio de Hugo and pick up like the jug of coconut water for me and then i was okay um, Nathan stayed in. We were good at 32 weeks. They freaked us out and they thought that I was going to basically be taken. They told me that if the heart rate wasn't a certain thing, they were just basically going to take me from the doctor's office straight to OR. To OR. Um, so at 32 weeks, I was freaking out. 
But 32 weeks is still, it's safe. It was safer, but I was still nervous because oh, yeah. I didn't want that. Yeah. So bad. So, but at, he actually came out at 38 weeks. Listen, Dave, David's cousin survived at 28 weeks, so... Yeah, my friend's kid just got twenty six. My friend's kid something is, like that. Sophie's yeah. BFF was a thirty two week, thirty six weeker. My friend's kid is right now um, in the NICU and she's twenty eight weeks. Yeah, wow. But that's um, terrifying. Yeah, that is terrifying. That's the scary part. Honestly, like that's the worst part. Everything that you go through being pregnant yeah the worst is once the baby is born the worst is like thinking that the kid's gonna be early thinking what's gonna happen all the tests that they like honestly i could my body could go through whatever did you do an amniocentesis no No. i did um what's called um maternity Mm -hmm. 21 um it's basically they just it's blood work but it's a like extra one mm-hmm. um and they test but that was because of your age because of my age so right. the good thing about it was it's because of my age they did that instead of an amnio they do that um but it also tells you if there's an extra chromosome right well knowing if it's an extra chromosome you know if it's an x or y right you get the so you get, you the, get the sex earlier yeah. on yeah my um when i got pregnant with oliver nary's sister who's 10 years older than me Got pregnant six weeks after us, and she did that one. Yeah, I, the, I didn't need to do that again. But see, the, the maternity age. didn't bother me just because no, it was blood. It's blood. It's not. I got so much blood invasive. taken out of me. Oh, me too. God, what I love about my OBGYN's office is like the chair where they do the blood work. Um, it's like a, it, it. I think when they built the office, where the chair where they put the blood work chair it is a closet. So it's a really small space and on and the chair like the chair fits and there's wall and wall like there's no room next to the chair. That's why I think it was a closet. But the walls is just lined like from the armrest to the ceiling on both sides with magazine cutouts of hot guys. That's so funny. Like hot celebrities. And so you can like be distracted That's while funny. they're taking blood work and i'm like this is amazing this is like i'm like we need to that okay <laughs> see at, i got look lucky at brad pitt like, i have like shitty veins but oh, I um, my doctor's I office either. i have shitty veins my, my mom does too but my doctor Damn my it, yeah my doctor's <laughs> office got like this like i was the test subject i was like the guinea pig because they got that thing that you see on facebook and stuff like that that like it's the, like the the diagram the, that it shows the like they project onto your skin mm-hmm. and you can see where like, your, your actual are. veins That's are cool so they got to like i was like the guinea pig like they as were soon as you said you had bad veins i thought of that facebook thing that i've seen so that's really cool they had it in the in the doctor's office and they're like oh we're gonna test something on you i'm like what is it like okay jackass. so let's try to circle back to her question yeah, real so, quick. Basically, so anxiety listen. of having a thing growing in you when the thing is growing in you, I feel like you're just super aware of it yeah. all the time. Because you're really as- nervous and really um, not even because it's growing in you. It's because now there's this like you're it's the you're beginning stages of it. you are now responsible for something for the rest of their lives. I feel like the moment you find out you're pregnant is really the moment you become a mom yeah. because you're already. I mean, and I've heard this before, so it's not an original thought that I had, but you are taking care of this being and granted it is a parasite it's growing in you so like it's not going to survive without you but it's it is it's totally if you have anxiety about it that's totally understandable because it is nerve-wracking as fuck 
like I said, the very, very first time, the that week that I thought I was pregnant and then I lost it or whatever, it, um, you're, I, I, I was the person that was like bouncing around the office and I would jump up and, and I would talk to somebody and I was like super bouncy and all over the place. And then that week that I was pregnant, I was like, I can't move. Like, if I sit down too hard, it's going to be bad for the baby. And then once you actually are, like, really pregnant and really into it, you know you can move, you can do things. Like, it it, it takes a minute to get over it. But the moment you find, at least for me, like, I found out I was pregnant and in my head I was seeing, like, a little circle. And inside the little circle was a little bean. And I'm like, there's the little bean. And that's what's, like, floating It's in my, and I would, like, th- imagining in my brain it's like under behind my belly button i know it's much lower than my belly button but that's where in my head i was seeing it and i'm like it's there i need to like be careful and i need to like protect it and all this stuff and it it, it just after a minute you kind of get used to it and you kind of just move on with your life but it's always in your mind that there's something there yeah and the stress level and the anxiety it's gonna be there but in a way it already has like and i think the most important thing and that it's might actually be good that you're anxious because that means that you care about it um not but like it puts you on hyper alert because one of the things that it starts to teach you about things that you're worried about something that's not you right it's it's a separate thing from you yeah and like there's uh, remembering that you need to eat like more than you normally would remembering that you need to drink water more than you normally would eating some things that you probably wouldn't normally wouldn't normally eat but now like or the body's like with oliver i needed a thing with with oliver i was definitely anemic and they're like you need to take more iron oh by the way um, you have to take prenatal vitamins. If and I you, took yeah. them with Sophie. I did not take them with Oliver because I forgot and I just really didn't give a shit. Well, I actually, uh, before I even got I know pregnant, people that never took them and they were fine. Oliver's fine. I mean, he well, I, I had a lot, but he, he's fine. <laughs> well, I started taking, I actually started taking. It might just be because of the size of Oliver's head. <laughs> this, is, this is true. He likes to I love like, him, but he's got a rather large head. He does. He, does. he likes to run and look behind him. So he, that's not, that's not how we do this oliver <laughs> he's like i started taking folic acid before yeah, i even got pregnant I, yeah I, I i tried with the second time around with oliver i tried i was like i'm gonna start taking my premium vitamins because i'm gonna try to get pregnant and then i got pregnant i was like fuck those premium vitamins you know i used to take my folic acid before i got pregnant and then once i got pregnant i took my prenatals which what they don't tell you about taking your fucking prenatals is that once you get pregnant those fuckers make you want to throw up well, it depends. It's there's, there's, should, that's why my my OBGYN he told me he was like take them at night before you go to bed. Yeah, that's why I would take so them at you night. You don't have to like deal with the aftertaste because I made the mistake of not taking it at night and I took it the next morning. And the only time I ever felt sick yep. during my pregnancy was when I took them in the morning. The only yeah. time I felt sick with Sophie was the day that I forgot that I took my prenatal in the morning, so I took it at night. Oh, and so that's I like a had a double yeah. dose and I felt really sick. Yeah, you have to take them at night before you go to sleep. And I was taking also vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Because I never thought that you know you would be vitamin D deficient living in fucking Miami, but apparently I was. But if you don't go, outside, I don't go outside. I don't go outside either. It's okay. I the like sun going is evil. outside. Yeah. So um, the sun is my friend. I guess the only thing we can tell you for anxiety well, is the sun gives you wrinkles. So don't is that it's go gonna outside. happen? Um, but you're gonna the feelings. 
I kind of out, it, it outweighs it. And even if you hate, because I know a lot of people that hate. Like I have a friend that like Stephanie hated, hated it. I hated yeah, it. like I loved you it. Hate so it, much. but you know what? Once it's done, it's that part is done, and then you're you have a, a child. Yeah, then so, you get a whole different set of anxiety. Because oh my god, is the baby breathing? Oh my god, did the baby eat enough? Am I producing enough milk? Did the baby poop enough? Did the baby pee enough? Did the baby eat enough? Oh, Oh my god! My friend, so, somebody posted a, a thing today. It was hysterical. Should he use the pacifier? It was with, or should he not use the pacifier? Yeah, it was a picture that it said, um, "For the first time in months, the baby sleeps through the night, and you're wide awake the whole." Fucking and then it night. says, "Pause." You checking the baby? Are you still breathing? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Are you alive? Because now, <laughs> but I feel like that's a first time parent thing. I feel like you don't do that the second time. No, you around. don't. You really don't. Because with Sophie, I remember the first time Sophie slept more than four hours. I woke up because my boobs were exploding. And I was like, and I woke Nary up and I'm like, did Sophie, I'm like, bam, Sophie didn't wake up. And he was like, no. And then I started shaking him. I was like, she slept five hours. And he was like, why the fuck are you waking me up? Well, I do that now. Like I'll randomly like on, on the, so Link falls asleep in his bed, but he'll like nine out of 10 times, like come into our bed. Yeah. But like on the nights where he doesn't come in, like I'll, somehow unconsciously notice that he's not there and I'll wake up and I'll be like why isn't he here yeah I do, so like, what's I don't wrong do with him that he hasn't woken up and come back in here yet? yeah I don't I don't do that so much like in the middle of the night but if it's like 6 30 and it's like time to start waking up and if I roll over and Sophie's not there I'm like oh she didn't come like what happened <laughs> no see Nathan like the same thing like I expect him to wake up mm-hmm. in the middle of the night so if like all of a sudden like my body will wake up and it's like two or three in the morning and yep. I'm like why why the fuck why am I he? why did I sleep? What yeah. the hell? What did I miss? What's yeah. a kid? And now Nathan has started, which is fucking giving me massive anxiety. That before he used to actually like sleep on his like pillows and now his new thing is that he likes to sleep off the pillow, like on the bed, and he just like likes to cocoon his ass in the sheet. So I'm like, he's fucking gonna suffocate himself. He's not gonna <laughs> suffocate. I know, but he's old enough that he can get out of it. Granted, but still, I, I used to do that too. I used to like and that, so did I, like bomb myself in the middle of the bed. Like it's, yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah. Which is why he's just doing this on at purpose around to his fuck age. Me up, so yeah, he'll he, be fine. So mom is sleeping peacefully. I know a way to fuck it up. Link, Link, give fucking some, that's that. Link has go, ended up at the foot of my bed like and then rolled yeah. off of it yeah. because he's like he's like me he's like a f- restless sleeper like he would just move around no i mean I, I feel like once you get pregnant you have the anxiety of holy shit i'm fucking pregnant you're gonna you're never like, not gonna I, worry about yeah something. there's it's there's always something to worry about so once you finally like settle your anxiety of oh my god i'm pregnant it's gonna be oh my god am i gonna be a good mom am i gonna be able to do this am i gonna be able to do that am i gonna be able to do the other and then you kind of quiet that and then it's oh my god i have to labor and then you go through labor and then you have the baby and you're holding it and i, I I remember with Sophie, not so much with Oliver, but with Sophie, I would hold her. And so after we got home, when I was alone with her, when like Neri had to go back to work or my mom had to go back to work, I would hold her and I'm like, so when are your parents coming to pick you up? Yeah. Like, I had a, that thing too. For where like I, a month. I had that felt thing like too I was where I would like tell her. David, I would be like, so when are this kid's parents coming to pick him up? Yeah. Is, it doesn't feel real for a little it, while. It, it, it's, I, it was different with Oliver. With Oliver, like I've heard some people say that they didn't instantly fall in love with their baby. Mm-hmm. And the, with, I didn't notice it with Sophie. 
but then comparing it with Oliver, I did not instantly fall in love with Sophie. I fell in love with her. It took a while. It took a couple of months for me to like fall in love with Sophie. With Oliver, it was instant. As soon as I heard that boy cry, I was like, oh my God, Mary's crying. I'm going to get my kid. Like, I was in love with him right away. But with Sophie, it was like, I would look at her and I was holding her and I'm, I cared about her. Obviously, I was taking care of her, but I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not this kid's mom. Like, where's your mom i'm done like i need a break but i didn't have that with oliver did you have that christy there was a lot of moments not that i didn't like think like who's your mom like those and i can i i have said it before like there was a lot of moments like with nathan that i would look at nathan and like he would be crying or it would be like in the middle of the night and i hadn't slept and i would just be looking at him like did i make the right decision yeah is it too late like, <laughs> like, kind yes, of. I do. A little bit. Kind of. <laughs> but then it's like, what do I do now? Like, you know, this is my, that's it. Like, this is my kid. Like, I I did, I cared about him and I loved him. But I was, there was so, and this is what they don't tell you. There's so much fucking emotion and there so really much is. shit that you go through after childbirth. And which, you can tell me whatever you want, people. Um, But... There is no fucking care in this country for mothers after birth. It's all for the kid. Like, yeah, they give you a phone call and they're like, hey, how are you doing? Are you're not you- drowning your baby in the bathroom. Dr- yeah, like that's about it. But there's no like, you know, there's no psychological like training for yeah, there how isn't. your mother is going to feel after you give birth well there is you just have to search for it yourself but that's the thing no you like have, it's not offered to you but that's what i mean it's not offered to you Sweetie, that's the bottom is it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's what i'm saying like there is not it's not there like there go. is no health care for like there's no care for a mom like basically you're scheduled for the kid is supposed to go in for a checkup two days yeah. after they're born mom's not supposed to come in for another six to eight weeks no i went in a couple times well i had a c-section yeah but like as, as a vaginal no, birth a vaginal birth they're like no we'll see you in four weeks yeah like once the kid is yeah no like, I, I went two weeks after i had them and then i went six weeks after yeah to get and, that fun you can have sex now appointment <laughs> but <laughs> but like that's the thing is like they don't really like the hell like and it's kind of it's annoying in a way because i like yeah like let's take care of the kid let's make sure the kid's this okay is another reason why you need mom friends yes because nobody is going to tell you to take care of yourself like a new mom yeah not even a new mom a mom an experience not no 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 no, 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 no. no. you're right no a mom that's just like a recent Recent mom mom. like two plus between like two and ten yeah because once they're like because once they're teens they're in a different age no and once they're and they're and Listen, as much as if you do have that support system, as much as your parents or your in-laws help you, they care more about the the baby. baby. They're not there for your mental well-being. Like, I have to give Jeff credit on the fact that he at one point, like, grabbed me and said, what's going on? What are you feeling? What's going to make it better for you? And that was a discussion we had about (laughs) breastfeeding. 
I was like, honestly, I'm not feeling that connection. It's making me feel more stressed than anything else. And the pumping isn't helping. Like, and he was like, listen, that's fine. Let's that's, do this. That's great that he did that. And like, cause he could see that like it, my anxiety level and I started, re- and that's when, the, when the, the spiral starts, I started resenting the fact. It's so hard. It really is so freaking hard because you have social media and you have people that are like, breast is best, breast is best, breast is best. And I'm like, and I, and as you, this is coming from somebody who successfully I was able breastfeed. to breastfeed successfully, but I supplemented because I couldn't exclusively breastfeed. There was no way I was going to fo- go fucking crazy. And Neri wanted to help and my mom wanted to help. And I, I had to, with Sophie, I drove myself crazy for about four to six weeks. I don't remember exactly now before I gave in and I was like okay let's give her formula with Oliver it was like 12 hours and I'm gonna give that fucking kid some formula because I can't it he, he was cluster feeding he was every 15 minutes and that was Nathan there was a day that I took Oliver was like six weeks old my best friend Patty had just had her son he was like two weeks old so I went to her house to go see her and to see Ryan and we spent two hours sitting on her couch with our boobs out because both of our babies were cluster feeding. And that was how we hung out that time because we had to. So if you can exclusively breastfeed, fantastic. If you have to supplement, fantastic. If you only formula feed, fan-fucking-tastic. Because fed, fed is best. Period. And if you are having the trauma or stress or anything, tell someone. Yes. There was one day with Sophie. I clearly remember this day because it makes me laugh now. That she, for like four hours, I was up with her in the middle of the night. Neri had just woken up to go to work because he was still working at the insurance agency. And he was taking a shower. And I was sitting in the bed rocking back and forth holding Sophie not because she needed me to rock her but because I was going fucking crazy I was rocking back and forth and he walked out of the bathroom and I looked at him like a hysterical person and I said I know why people shake babies (laughs) I said I know why people shake babies (laughs) and he he was like okay and he took Sophie from me he goes I'm not going to work today and I was like thank you so much and he was like go to sleep and he took care of Sophie and I got to sleep for four hours. So if even if all you need to say is, I know why people shake babies. Because I remember yeah, up until that moment, I remember judging the fuck out of people who would shake babies. And would, you know, like you would read all these stories like, yeah, the baby had shaken baby syndrome. And I'm like, how can people be so cruel to shake a baby? No, no, no. It's that I know why people shake babies, <laughs> goddammit, because sometimes you just want to shake them and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that night, I I had done everything I could. I, I had changed her when she first started crying. I fed her. I rocked her. I burped her. I changed her position. I changed her clothes. I did all this stuff for four hours so she wouldn't stop crying no matter what I did. And then Neri took her. He changed her diaper and she passed out. And I'm like, I'm such a bad fucking mom. And he's like, no, you're not a bad mom. You're just tired. You need to go to sleep. And they feed off that anxiety yeah, that's they, the thing really they, they can pick do. up on when it, the yeah. baby feels you tense they get tense when they feel you upset they get upset when they feel you happy they're happy you need like you it's so it's so hard with first time moms it is so hard with the first baby if you need help 
for anything. If you just need somebody to make you dinner or take out the garbage, you need to ask for it. And don't feel bad about accepting that help. Yeah. Hashtag the truth. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Because you can't, like, we all want to be be that super mom to do it all on your own. And you just, you can't do I it on your own. I felt normal-ish. Normal-ish. <clears throat> Nathan was 17 months old. Yeah. It's hard, man. And then my life got turned upside down because at 18 is when he had the first episode. So at like 17 months, like a year and a half is when I, I think I started feeling I can do this. <laughs> like there was a rhythm. Nathan was sleeping a little bit better. My anxiety level was and everybody's different. Yeah, everybody's different. Everybody's different. But that, like, like give, I'm giving you like an extreme case, like, and that's when I felt that, like, okay, because my kid's a shitty sleeper, but like he's starting to sleep better. You know, we had had our routine. He was he, and he was a great kid. He just didn't fucking sleep. Right. So it's it, I was functioning off of hours, like, and he was getting better and everything. And then our situation is completely different because then um, he had his first um, seizure episode, and that led us to now. Every time the child fell asleep after that, I was fucking paranoid. So then it became, I need you to sleep to, why are you sleeping? Are you okay? What's going on? So yeah, like, but it, it took a while for me to feel. And also that's how long it took for me to feel like me. Yeah. Like that I could, you know, get dressed and I felt good about myself and stuff like that. I had like a fake one, like at six months. <laughs> Actually, no, I'd lie. I had a fake one, like at four or five weeks. Mm-hmm. Because I went on a work trip. Yeah. Well, you got a break. Yeah, so I felt like a fake one, but then when I came back home to reality, reality fucked me up again. Sucks. Yeah. But like I think like the best thing that we can tell you is um if we didn't scare you off of having children <laughs> is make, make sure you have a mom. Is scour your friends, the Hey OBGYN. Right to us. Yeah. Right to us. I'm I mean, up. You, you clearly know we're already moms. We will. We have clearly no shame. So I'm up in the middle of the night. Listen, if you want, like, <laughs> it's okay, true. There are times I've gotten up in the middle of the night and homegirls up. Yeah, there. I'm like there. There's okay, time so I want to post people, in the in the group chat and I don't because I realize what time it is. Like, well, <laughs> gonna judge anyway. my ass. Um, people, at least with me, I don't know about you guys, but at least with me, people told me all their fucking horror stories. Oh, my friend was in labor for 36 hours. My daughter, no sé qué. And, and, and if you want the fucking truth, find a mom. Find a mom. A mom will tell you the truth. And just learn right now that for the next, if once you have a kid through like the next like four or five years, maybe six even after that, most conversations will be brutally honest. Oh, yeah. And will be about like, Oh, because when I gave birth or when after the kid was born or poop explosion or moms lose all fucking filters. Oh, yeah. So there's no sugar coating it with a like a newbornish mom or like toddler mom. Mm-hmm. Like you may get the fake Facebook or Instagram moms. That's like everything is fucking adorable and fabulous. And no, but if you actually talk to these people, yeah, no. 
But um, yeah, I guess Stephanie hated being pregnant, but she loves being a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I was okay being pregnant. Um, love being a mom. Vanessa loves being fucking pregnant. Yeah, loves being a mom. So basically, it all comes down to just get through it. Yeah, and then you get to be a mom. Mm. And even the shittiest day, you're still somebody's mom. Yeah, and like. I think that's the my thing. kid's really fun. Like, I mean, I, I yeah. like you know. I, so, like, I, I, you know, we have we have fun. Time. We're fun. Like, we have yeah. good time. But like, that's the thing. Like, even the shittiest day, yeah, you're still a mom. Like, you're somebody's mom. Like, yeah. Even like when it's a bad day, okay, I've had a bad fucking week. Like this, at least with Sophie, this week has been god awful. And today, it was magic. Today we had a great fucking day, and you're like wow like i made these little people and we had a really good time we went to the movies today like oliver and i had a sing-along at the movies i don't give a fuck that we annoyed everybody around us because i had a good time with my kids like we had fun yeah and it's just it's like it's so weird because these kids will drive you to the brink of insanity and then with one little doodle or one little mommy i love you you're like Oh my god, this is great! Mommy, Listen, Mama, I'm happy you're my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm happy. No, what is it that he told me? I'm happy I'm your kid. I'm happy to be your kid. Yeah. Is what he told me. Yeah. Listen. Well, yesterday Sophie told me, "Mommy, I don't love you." Yeah. Like she made a drawing to specifically <laughs> yeah, tell me that was she harsh. didn't love me. That's, I had a shitty fucking that's day harsh. yesterday. That's way harsh time. Yeah. Way harsh time. Today, <laughs> today we get home from school. Like I pick her up first. We came home because I, I knew we were take, going to the movies at four. I pick her up at two. We came home real quick packed a couple of snacks and then went to go pick up her brother and while I'm packing the snacks and getting ready to go she's like mommy I made this for you in the middle of the night because she has like stuff in her room like colors and stuff and she gave me a little piece of paper that said I love you mommy and or I love she wrote her name she wrote Sophia Signs and she wrote I love you and then she had the cup from game night that mm-hmm. has my name on it she copied my name off of the cup and she drew me a heart and like she colored the whole thing and it was really cute and she was like I made this for you in the middle of the night and I'm sorry I said what I said yesterday and I was like yeah I love you too and it's just it's like they can break your heart one minute and the next minute you're they're melting your heart because they're just so fucking cute you can't stand it look I spent $30 on fucking Lego dinosaurs <laughs> but in the same moment my kid cause you're um, whipped AF. yeah and my kid almost got hurt tonight and when I asked him if he needed ice or if he wanted to go to the doctor, he goes, no, mommy, I just want your kisses. Yeah. He, like me giving him a kiss on his wrist solved the entire problem. Mm-hmm. Like you can't explain that. <laughs> like that sort of like blind ad, like, mm-hmm. like love. just love that. Like that. So as shitty as like everything sounds that happens. getting a little mushy for me. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's move on. So as shitty as it sounds to. <laughs> Um, sure. As shitty as it sounds to have nine months of whatever. No, 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 that's fine. Yeah. Um, nine months of whatever. Yeah. Nine months of whatever problems or medical complications or what it is. You get to be a mom. Yeah. At the end of the day. Well, like, I have a friend right now who she's well into her second trimester and she's still with morning sickness. Yeah. And it's her second baby. And she has a son. Now she's going to have a little girl. And at the end of the day, all of that, 
bullshit. It's not bullshit. All that shit that she's going through because it is fucking shit. I have my cousin with her first son with, had a nurse. She had to have a nurse come to her house every other day to administer IV fluids because she was vomiting so much. And now she has her son. And it's like, there's things like you have with Oliver. The last week and a half of my pregnancy, I had to go to the hospital every couple of days to get an infusion, an iron infusion, because I they knew I had to have surgery. Like I had a scheduled C-section and I needed to have these iron infusions. If not, I was going to need a blood transfusion after I gave birth. And I didn't want to have the a transfusion. So, you know, you got to. Yeah, it's it's nerve wracking. It's hard. It's even as boring, quote unquote, as my dad called my pregnancies. They're still difficult. Like, um, Oliver put me in the emergency room one day because I had shooting pains in my lower belly because I was walking too fast. Yeah. So again, you know, like shit happens. Yeah, whether it's good, normal, boring, bad, dramatic, you get through it and and at the end of the day you have a little person that loves you no matter what the fuck you do to them. Yeah, and no matter what they say to you. <laughs> no, they love you no matter what the fuck you do to them. Even if they say they don't. They exactly, do. that's right. No matter what they say to you, they, they love you. They love you. So you're being anxious for nothing. <laughs> no, and, and anxiety is real. Oh no, no, it is. Anxiety is real, and it's a bitch. And your anxiety is gonna but triple, it, quadruple, but and, it, and just it, every through. day it changes. <laughs> every, I don't think we've been very hopeful. No, we've been. I hope we haven't deterred you from wanting to have children, Sarah. I really hope we haven't done that because it is at the end of the day, it is a beautiful thing. But it, it's it's work. Not gonna say it's not. It's work and. We are not known for sugarcoating. No. We'll tell you the fucking truth. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But um, it's totally worth it. It's worth all the anxiety. It's worth the tears. It's worth the heartache. And it's if you worth don't, the work. If you don't have mama friends, message us. Definitely you need to have mom friends. Especially mom friends that are going to tell you the truth. Because having a mom friend that's like, oh, it's all rainbows and sunshine. She's fucking lying. That's not helpful. She has a night nurse and a nanny. <laughs> Listen, that's the only way that that lady is telling you that shit's fucking rainbows and sunshine. She has a night nurse and a nanny. But I mean, I hate her because I would love to have a night Oh, no, nanny. not going against it, but I'd be fucking happy as a clam, too. If uh, Well, yeah. But um, it's, it's, it's worth it. All yep. the work is worth it. Yep. At the end of the day, when you look back on it, it's... It's just like when you look at like a failed relationship with a boyfriend or whatever, you look at it and you're like, oh, but we had good times, too. When you tend to remember the good stuff. So when you look at a baby, when you look at a pregnancy, you you, I mean, except for Stephanie, because she knows she hated it. But no, sorry. Like I, I, I I loved being pregnant. I am dying to be pregnant again, but I'm trying to be responsible. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Boo responsibilities. Responsibility sucks. Um, so I, I mean, that's the best we can do. That's th- it's the truth. It's the truth. It you get anxiety, but it's worth the having the anxiety. Yep. And I think this is a good place to leave it because we're kind of just going in circles at this point. So thank you for reaching out to us, Sarah. We love hearing from you guys. Um, and just to like 
touch on hearing from you guys. We we posted about it earlier this week. We had our first troll, and I just wanted to thank all of our listeners who stepped in and stood up for us. You guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, and we love you. And we, love your faces. And we also came across something that I feel really bad that we didn't see it, but like um, Instagram oh, yeah. feeds and the new like algorithms fuck up like how they actually show up on our feed. Um, but we came across today, Cynthia. Cynthia, um, we saw your post about the Mamas and Merlot. We're like a month, exactly like on the daughter monthly. Yeah. Um, poster that you have in your office and we love it and we love you um cynthia you've been like we noticed you've been like a friend since day one yeah you yeah. have been she sent us a wine recommendation i think yeah, yeah. from the beginning and she likes all of our posts like you know you know we know that you listen and we appreciate it and we really do we really do um it's people like you that make um our days a little bit happier we totally made my day today yeah we needed it today we you know we got a little bit of oh Heidi likes our our, our post I love that (laughs) we Heidi posted something about breastfeeding the other day and we retweeted it and she liked it we will get you Heidi yes but we yeah. will get you to pay attention to us. <laughs> we had a little bit of a, of a harsh um, start, and it really made our day to find that from Cynthia and yeah. just yeah, know last, that what we're last doing. Last week was kind of shitty with the troll, and just like having Sarah write to us and having Cynthia, you know, she has her fucking logo in her office. Yeah. Like, how fucking that is so fucking cool that's super yeah. cool it makes us happy it makes us know that we're what um no we're matter what people, people no matter what somebody will try to tell us that we mean nothing mm-hmm. um clearly we mean everything. you guys are meaning <laughs> are making us realize that we're not just speaking to air we're not talking to just each other <laughs> <laughs> when we say we have listeners you're actually there <laughs> and we appreciate it and we love you guys we really do we love you we love you every time you like one of our posts every time well, not every time because this is the first time it's happened, but you have our logo in your office. That's so cool. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm blown away by that because I have it in our office, but it's my logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, we have stuff, my... we have stuff with Mamas and Merlot on it, but, that's, but it's, it's us. ours. Yeah. It's ours. But the fact that like somebody went out of their way and I think it was a gift to her, like yeah. somebody made it for her. So that yeah. means she's talking to people about yeah. us, which is so cool i feel so special and like honestly cynthia get in contact with us um send us an email send us anything because if you can give me your address i will make you a mama's and merlot wine glass yes because i think you deserve one i agree she's like number one fan yeah because that like you you don't understand how good it felt to see it especially after the week we've had right yeah it was wonderful so thank you so much for that Cynthia and on that note let's just talk about our wine because the wine made me feel special too Um, we are drinking a Diseño Malbec from Mendoza Argentina and I really liked it it was good it didn't go good with the chocolate I don't think but it is it was good wait but okay so it says Diseño Malbec, a rich wine with an inviting bouquet of stone fruit. I don't know what the stone fuck fruit. is a stone. I don't fruit. know, but it's a, a yeah, it says stone fruit. A hint of coffee complements the blueberry spice and chocolate flavors, so it should go good with chocolate. But I don't think it went good with our Oreos. What does it smell like? I don't know. Um, but I did enjoy the wine. I did too. I liked it a lot. So that's what we are drinking today. And again, thank you to Sarah for writing to us. Thank you to Cynthia for being such an awesome fan that somebody bought you something with our logo on it. And um, thank you to everybody for listening to us. We love your faces. 
Oh, wait. Find us on the Geek Bro Network. We're on Acast. We're on iTunes. Do the list. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Mama's number low. M O M M A S A N D M E R L O T at gmail.com. Write to us whatever you want. We're here. We love your faces. And cheers. Cheers. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.